Pope Francis in his opening remarks for the Synod on Synodality on Wednesday offered guidance to participants on how the month-long assembly will proceed. Pointing Synod delegates to texts by St. Basil on the Holy Spirit, the Pope emphasized the importance of listening over speaking. He said the church is paused just like the apostles were when together in the upper room before Pentecost, except they were hiding in fear and we are not. The opening session of the Synod on Synodality took place on Wednesday afternoon. Unlike past synods, which took place in an auditorium-style room called the New Synod Hall, in the 2023 Synod, participants are sitting at roundtables in the large hall where Pope Francis often holds audiences with members of the public. The 364 delegates are seated at tables of about 12 people, divided by language, English, Italian, Spanish, Portuguese, or French. In the first general congregation, or meeting of all the participants, Pope Francis said a synod on the topic of synodality is not easy but it is beautiful. Repeating his frequent appeals that the synod is not a parliament or a church meeting on pastoral care, Pope Francis underlined the priority of listening to the Holy Spirit over speaking. He said empty words are one of the things that sadden the Holy Spirit the most, and that gossip is one of the most common sins in the church. With the opening day of the Synod on Synodality now complete, participants enter into a series of discussions and votes with limited press access or media availability. For modules will be devoted to the issues included in the Instrumentum Laboris, the document crafted based on the results of the previous Synod stages, with a final session devoted to discussing and approving a final synthesis report. Pope Francis on Wednesday released a new document on the environment that he has described as the second part of his 2015 encyclical Laudato Si, and which warns of grave consequences if humanity continues to ignore the threat of climate change. The apostolic exhortation, titled Laudate Deum, Praise God, is meant to address what Francis in the document calls the global social issue of climate change. The Pope said that in the eight years since Laudato Si was published, our responses have not been adequate to address ongoing ecological concerns. Climate change is one of the principal challenges facing society and the global community, the Pope wrote in the document, arguing that its effects are borne by the world's most vulnerable people and that the climate issue is no longer a secondary or ideological question. Francis wrote that the effects of climate change are here and increasingly evident, and warned of increasing heat waves and the possible melting of the polar ice caps, which he said would lead to immensely grave consequences for everyone. Laude Deum's publication date October 4 is the Feast of St. Francis of Assisi, from whom Francis drew his pontifical name at the start of his papacy in 2013. It is also the start date of the first month-long assembly in Rome of the ongoing Synod on Synodality. The state of Florida executed a convicted murderer on Tuesday evening after pleas from Catholic bishops and other anti-death penalty advocates fell on deaf ears. Michael Zach III, 54, was executed by lethal injection October 3. It is the state's most recent execution since August, the fifth carried out by the state this year, and the tenth since 2018. Zach had been convicted of two 1996 murders, he stabbed Ravon Smith to death and later beat to death Laura Rosillo. The execution was carried out despite repeated pleas from anti-death penalty activists, including the Florida Conference of Catholic Bishops, which had urged Governor Ron DeSantis to commute Zach's sentence. The Catechism of the Catholic Church describes the death penalty as inadmissible and an attack on the inviolability and dignity of the person. Today, the Church celebrates the memorial of St. Mary Faustina Kowalska. Throughout her life, Jesus appeared to St. Faustina. 
he asked her to become an apostle and secretary of his mercy by writing down his messages of divine mercy for the world in her diary. Jesus also asked Saint Faustina to have an image painted of his divine mercy, with red and white rays issuing from his heart, and to spread devotion to the divine mercy novena. Saint Faustina and Jesus' message of divine mercy impacted the future Pope Saint John Paul II greatly, and he canonized her in 2000 and instituted Divine Mercy Sunday on the Sunday after Easter. The Church also celebrates Saint Luigi Scrisapi. With other priests and a group of young teachers, he dedicated himself to educating poor and abandoned girls in the practical skills of sewing and embroidery, as well as in reading, writing, and arithmetic. Nine of these girls decided to take their vows as the first sisters of the Congregation of the Sisters of Providence, which Father Luigi founded in 1837. The congregation grew, and eventually he opened 12 houses of sisters.